3: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com recommend today.
4: Fourth down and 10, 20 seconds. Minshew back, four-man rush. Here they come. He heaves it. Back into the end zone. The ball's on the ground. Incomplete. The Cowboy defense was equal to the task that time. The Cowboys are going to take it over with 14 seconds
0: left. And that is how it ended in Arlington. Brad Sham on the call, the voice of America's team, will join us at 7.20 this morning. Jerry Jones live at 8.30 on a victorious Cowboys Tuesday with Sean Shreve and Bobby Bell, 40-34. And this is going to be a lot of star-ups. All the positive Peyton spied on filthy. We'll play that a little bit later on in the show. So this is after the Micah McCarthy timeout on fourth and ten, which the internet and Twitter loved McCarthy for. There was no downside really in calling it. Micah was signaling, yo, I need one. I need I need a breather. I need to go ahead and reset here. The Cowboys call that timeout. One final play. Minshew heaves it up. Game. Over and I guess we can kind of start working backwards here. Uh, the Cowboys' decision to kick the field goal—I loved it. The announcer on TV, Kevin Burkhardt, said, "Really, not any advantage here to go ahead." He thought they were going to go for it. Mm-hmm. So Dak with a QB keeper that he runs out of bounds on mistake, clock management wise, two oh one left. So as Greg Olson points out. They had four chances to stop the clock. They had all three of their timeouts and the two-minute warning. Dak goes out of bounds with two oh one left, and it's fourth and goal on the three. A minute forty four left. The Cowboys are up three. What were you thinking? Were you screaming "Go for it" from the press box there in Arlington?
1: No, I was. So I I, I get the decision to go ahead and kick it, but I also wouldn't have hated the idea of just like we're going for it and we're going to put this out of reach and. You know, because I would have been confident that they could have scored. They were having trouble stopping Dallas all day. And so I wouldn't have hated the call if they would have gone for it. Uh, but it's easy to say that because then if they obviously miss it, then uh, you're asking a whole lot. But I mean, th- it's something where you expect, I think, you know, a minute 40 left or whatever. And Philly has one timeout. I think you expect you should be able to stop them from going Seventy-five yards in the field goal range. Or no, whatever it is. not on Saturday. You not with,
0: should. Not with this defense. Not not with this defense. To me, you're concerned about the defense has to outweigh what you think your offense can do. It's they're going to need three points to tie if we don't get this. They did go right down the field after the field goal, but I liked kicking it to say you got to score a touchdown to win. Got to score a touchdown. to take the field goal out of the equation. McCarthy ends up kicking it a buck forty-four. And the Cowboys get the W. So, let's get to your star-ups, star-downs. Uh, first, let's go inside the locker room. Mike McCarthy loving his team before Christmas.
4: Talked about this a couple times this year. We need those games, okay? Because that, that that gets us right for what's right in front That's of us. Right. So, great job. Great win. Um, I think I might – we're going
5: to give him the day off tomorrow? I think so. Yeah, Merry, Christmas. 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 Merry
4: Christmas. We got us Merry Christmas.
0: Merry Christmas. I don't know if that was Zach
1: Martin, but – It was. They got the day off. Off to his side. Yeah, well, I mean, you would hope so, a Sunday. But (laughs) short week here because they got Thursday coming up. But uh, my first star up, obviously, Dak Prescott.
4: And first down and 10 just across the 45. There's a play fake. Boot to the left, and Prescott's picked off. Here comes Sweat down the right sideline. Joshua Sweat's going to turn this into a pick six.
0: Before you say anything, uh-huh. I asked Peyton to play that. I could tell. Because this is <laughs> this this is a star up. His response to this, I mean, it's 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 so impressive. You're sitting there with the heat that's always on him, the fallout from the Sean McCoy and Stephen A. Smith and Marcus Spears rolling their eyes that Jerry Jones told us last week Dak played outstanding against Jacksonville, which he did. And to be able to respond off of, off of that interception where he immediately took the blame, did Bobby Cochran try to figure out a way to blame or just say, that was just a great defensive play? That was a fantastic yeah. defensive play? No,
1: the, uh, Dak was trying to get the ball over somebody that he had no reference for their athleticism <laughs> that they could go up and get the ball, I guess. But to respond
0: after that, man, twenty. this is after the pick six on his third pass attempt. He then goes twenty five of thirty two for three thirty two, three touchdowns and a one forty one point six passer rating. That interception response, I think, has to be
1: part of a star up. Yeah, I I think that that's fair. And I mean, he was he was really really good all day. I, I mean, just obviously other than the interception, but I mean, in general, the you know. Uh, Staying on his feet on that Avante Maddox sack, what looked like it should have been a sack, and then being able to get the ball to Gallop, um, you know, scrambling around, using his legs a ton the other day, the most effective runner they had uh, because Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard weren't really getting anything going. But here are the Dak plays I wrote down: the escape,
0: then the Gallop, mm-hmm. third down touchdown to Gallop, great play by Michael. Man, these receivers get a star up. All of the receivers. He threw a rope to CD with six left to tie it. This is when CD adjusted his chain. (laughs) Yeah. That's the
1: second time he's done that this
0: year. In the right corner of the end zone, Dak threw a rope right there. And then you go and look at his numbers against zone coverage. Most attempts without an incompletion since 2018, he was perfect. Literally, ladies and gentlemen, he was perfect against zone coverage. 24 of 24. First 300-yard passer against the Eagles this year. 24 of 24 against the zone look.
1: Are you kidding me? Yeah, I mean he was he was absolutely fantastic. Um I, I think that That's you, the dak
0: if they, if he plays like that, they can be in the Super Bowl. It's going to take a lot now with this defense, but if he plays like that, if that's if, if that good dak shows up, they can be in Arizona with us. Well,
1: and if you've got, if you're talking about what you need to prove and what you need to show and, and things like that, throwing for 347 against the best pass defense in the NFL this entire season and the best pass rush in the NFL this season, there there's no other standard like you could hold, like, like there's no better test to see him win it with his arm than against that team, and he did it. He completely carried him throughout that entire game. And so I think that that's something you can take a lot of comfort in is the fact that it doesn't mean that necessarily every week they will do it, but the fact that you did that against Philly means you can do that against anybody Yes, at any time. Absolutely, and that was one of the things last week when we were saying, what can you take from this? What can we take from this
0: with Hurts out? If Dak shreds their defense, or we take it to their defense, which is really good, and as Bobby said, number one pass D, that's something you could put in the lunchbox and move forward with, here's Dak. On what he was thinking after the pick six.
5: Yeah, I was chasing him down. I go, is this really happening? Like, <laughs> yeah, looking, I mean, you got to look right at myself. Obviously, I got to go look at it. Long guy, um, very, very, I mean, big, obviously, uh, tall arms. And I guess I just misjudged his length. Um, and yeah, I mean, he made a great catch. And I don't know if he's had an, an easier an interception and in return than that one. Uh, but, as as I said, as I was chasing him down. Like, is this happening again? Oh well, boom, you score. Let me get back on the field. and Let's just get get this thing back rolling. Uh, no, no uh, if ends a about that.
0: And just like that, it was ten nothing. Now I see a clip on here. We don't need to play this right now, Peyton Jerry. On hearing some of the boo birds, was it? What were the boo birds after ten zip?
1: Yeah, right after you threw an interception, you heard a couple of people boo. And I think there was one other time where they like had a, a quick possession and they were going to have to punt while they were trailing. I think you had another time in like the third quarter that was like that but otherwise you know it turned things around pretty quickly all right we can pick
0: any one of these turnovers but i'm gonna take it to a lot of people thought it was micah at first it was not micah this is miles
4: sanders late in the game first and 10 from the 25 gives it to sanders the ball. it's rolling Still rolling loose. Oh, horrible things are happening on the ground there. <laughs> Nasty, mean things are happening, one human to another, at the bottom of that pile, and the Cowboys have recovered a fumble.
0: I don't know how the Cowboys came up with a couple of these fumble recoveries with yeah. Eagles players, right? Eagles off. Linval Joseph was one of the linemen on one of the fumbles, uh, and then you had an offensive lineman that you thought had it locked up, be comes out oh with it. Gosh. Huge, huge plays. And it's like, Philly's on that. That's the refs, I think, on the Beatish one actually actually signaled I think the
1: Eagle initial, Ball. Yeah, I think the initial signal was because I remember seeing that going, oh, okay, great. And then they came up and everybody's still on the offense. And I was like, oh okay they they held the ball. And then it was that was two plays later or, or a play later or whatever it was was that, that big third down. But I mean just the That's the, two the, minutes left with Miles Sanders right the, there. Yeah the the good fortune on those fumbles the the interceptions those were ones that they just went and took both of them deron bland jay Kurz, that was just those, those were not bad throws those were just balls they took uh the fumbles man there was there was some good fortune there a little bit but i mean obviously the the capitals take that that's the if you're looking for one bit of hey this is really dicey and then there's still some things you got to worry about it's the fact that you you Squeak by with a six-point victory, and you had a four-to-one turnover victory. Yeah. Is that you're not going to have four-to-one turnovers every single week. So, the Cowboys with 20 takeaways
0: on the season, uh, three turnovers for Philly inside their own 40. Cowboys led the NFL. Ta- I'm sorry. They don't have uh, 20. I don't know why I said takeaways four equals 20 in my notes. They have. Uh, they currently lead the league again with 30. It wasn't 20, it was 30. Last year, they had 34. They led the league. No team has led the NFL in takeaways in consecutive years since the Steelers in 72, 73, and 74. They did it in three consecutive seasons. The Cowboys are on their way after four on Saturday. Here's Dak on his defense.
5: Yeah, I mean, when they're able to do that, uh, we're going to win some games. Uh, Even, obviously, against one of the best teams in the league, a division rival, uh, just gives us more opportunities at it, short fields, and we've got to capitalize. Sometimes it was touchdowns, a couple times it was field goal, but uh, those guys, um, they're they're relentless. They're relentless. They're trying to go after the ball in every which way, trying to get after the quarterback, interceptions, fumbles, um, and that that just comes from the way that we practice, the way that they prepare. uh, And it's good to see them just go out there um, and, and get that done and help us out, obviously.
0: And now let's get to the man who has proven himself right now as a true number one receiver. They had no chance. They had no hope of stopping him. He's catching touchdowns while adjusting the chain underneath his shoulder pads, 88.
4: Motion from Lamb from left to right. Snap to Prescott, looking right, looking middle. Throwing right, touchdown, CeeDee Lamb. Wide open.
0: Dude. There was a point in time in this game, it was just 4 and 88. Bam, 4 and 88. 10 for 120. Two touchdowns. Targeted 11 times. 36 yards was the longest one. CD freaking lamb. I'm happy for him because there's been a ton of questions, including on this radio show, the
1: Amari Cooper comparisons early in the year. This
0: man is here. He's arrived.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think now you're talking about him getting up towards like top five, top six territory as a receiver in this league um and he's he's just been so good since Dak came back and the chemistry that they have and the trust they have in each other last eight games now he all his hundred yard games this season have come in actually in his last seven games but in his last eight if you average that production out over 17 games it's 115 receptions 1550 yards and 13 touchdowns that's that's Jamar Chase, that's, you know, Justin Jefferson. Like, that's the kind of territory you're talking Michael about. Michael Gelkin had some of these numbers. Last two games, CeeDee Lamb,
0: 17 catches for 246-2. and two. He had a streak where he had 17 straight catches when targeted. Right? We're always looking at those numbers. Catches to targets, targets to catches. He had a 17 straight reception streak when targeted. That spanned eight quarters. And resulted in 240 yards and a TD. So, if Dak was even thinking about throwing it to Lamb, it was a guaranteed automatic completion 17
1: straight times. That's the wild thing. And, and yeah, you look over the last month, he's been targeted 31 times. He's caught at 27. Like, he's been just pretty much automatic. And the, the interesting thing that Brian and I were talking about this on Love the Star was they threw it to him 11 times. He had 10 catches, 120 yards. It felt like they didn't get him the ball enough. Like, it felt like he could have <laughs> just – he could have had 16 catches on Saturday if they really wanted to feed him. Because you remember at halftime he had like eight for 100. He, he only was yeah. targeted like two or three times in the second half. If they really wanted to target him and involve him in the second half, he could have put up even more ridiculous numbers. The – the offense will go as far as that connection between Dak and CD can take them. Eight, that that determines
0: it. 877-881-1053. Oh, star up, star down on the truckwreck.com text line. Hit us up right now. 877-881-1053 oh, here on Sean and Bobby. We got Peyton and Ryan in the back. We have T.Y. Hilton. Was it the play of the Cowboys season? And we have some narratives to address. The Cowboys proved what? Are the Eagles definitely the better team? And after Gardner Minshew's performance, is it Hurts or the system, as Micah suggested? It's a Cowboys Tuesday with Jerry Jones on the way. It's all rolling with the 6 a.m. club right here on The Fan.
3: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/recommend today.
4: Snap back on third and forever. Prescott steps up and heaves it. Hilton down the left sideline. Oh my gosh, he caught it at the 23-yard line. Holy cow! Ty Hilton, wow.
0: Wow is right. That was the call right here on 105.3 The Fan. We're live. Unlike other radio stations of the past two weeks. This is DFW Sports Station. It's Sean Sharif and Bobby Belt here on your home of America's team. Brad Sham will join us at 720. Jerry Jones live at 830. T.Y. Hilton, third and 30 for 53 yards against Darius Slay. T.Y. tortured Darius Slay on Saturday. You're coming back. Old man, Rusty, he drew that huge pass interference on fourth down. Against Slay, everyone was laughing at each other. Like, you got me. Old man trick. It's like an old basketball player drawing the foul and getting to the free throw line. McCarthy was like pointing to T.Y. Like, yeah, T.Y. was laughing it up with Darius Slay. Slay was like, you got me. T.Y. afterwards, if you're just going to stand there and try and get in my face, you're crazy. I'm going to run past you, and that's exactly what happened. I'm still fast. He said, if I'm able to do that, the sky is the limit for us. He also
1: tweeted I guess that's my welcome to Dallas moment. Third and 30, Bobby Bell. I, you know, and it's it's funny because I thought there, as it was into third and 30, I was like, all right, here comes the screen pass <laughs> and the pickup 12, and then you punt it away. And, like, I, I didn't even think they were going to try and, you know, pick up a huge chunk to go for it on fourth down. I was like, zero chance. This is over now. It, third and 30 has been converted since 1994. Third and 30 plus has been converted uh, nine times now total and that's about a 2% conversion rate. It's more common to turn the ball over in those situations than to pick up a first down. And a penalty would count as a conversion, right? Cuz I am no. even even supp- No, no, no. No. Penalties do not. Wow. Penalties can count as no play. Okay. And so, um but you know what's that was as good a throw as I've seen Dak make before. 60 yards in the air, drops it in the bucket. Great concentration from T.Y., just all around great play. I tuned in
0: yesterday to see uh, if LeSean McCoy was going to be on the apology tour. He was like, I'll give it up. I'll keep it real. I'll keep it real. Dak played well. He goes, I didn't realize Dak had that arm. I didn't realize Dak could throw it 60 yards like that. So he was impressed with the arm strength that Prescott showed off. And T.Y.'s catch, like he was challenged on that. That was just straight
1: hands. That he oh, brought yeah. in. Cause it's, it, and it didn't look like it live, but you watch it back. That bobble, that concentration. Yeah. I mean, that was... that. Look, you said it all along about the Odell Beckham thing. Like, Jerry was going to try and sell them on, like, one play. And all he needs is one... Like, there's one play right there yep. on T.Y. Hill.
0: If, if Odell came in here and made two of those for the stretch run, we would all say, worth it. Jerry would say, see, I told you, worth it. He finally ended officially with you all after the game saying it's a little bit It's too unreasonable at this point to expect Odell to come in and make a difference in the playoffs. So Odell officially ended by Jerry on Saturday after the game.
1: Yeah, and it it probably makes it easier to end Odell when you see a 52-yard reception on third and third. But I'm not
0: ruling it out for the future. Who knows
1: for the future? He He had to throw in that little sentence at the end. Stir it up. That's what he does. Here's what's interesting to me. You look at the three biggest plays they had on Saturday, Sean. 26-yard reception by CeeDee Lamb. 36-yard touchdown, CeeDee Lamb. 52-yard catch by T.Y. Hilton. You know what they all have in common? All of them on third down. Third and 30, third and six, third and seven. Yeah. The three biggest plays of the day came on third and six or greater.
0: And the T.Y. catch
1: led to Lamb fixing the chain for the TD that tied it
0: at 34. So Philly was up seven. You're getting ready to punt the ball back. Trouble. Problem. And bam, you end up tying the game. All right, Bobby wants to give this player, this guy we gave a standing ovation to last week because it wasn't just, we're fine, we're fine, we're all good. You know, pat everyone on the back, Jerry. And it's everyone else's fault, Mike McCarthy. No, J-Ron freaking curse called out the defense. He said, what we're putting on tape is embarrassing and it's inviting to everyone else. We're supposed to be this shutdown defense, not what we put on tape recently. And J. Ron Kearse backed it up. Minshew
4: back in the pocket. Throws it over the middle. It's intercepted by curse at the 50. And curse returns it to the Philadelphia 42. And there's the way you answer one turnover
1: apiece. Man, curse was huge. I mean, he only had the three tackles, but he had that interception. interception. He had the, the fumble scoop. He was just huge for them. He's the emotional leader for their defense. I know, I know Micah brings juice. Trayvon Diggs brings juice, but, like, when you talk about the guy who really keeps them all centered, keeps them accountable, does everything like that, that's Jay Ronkers, And he has been so huge for them in the two years that he's been here and just another big-time game. That, that interception he had, there's no reason that ball should be intercepted other than he's just bigger than Quez Watkins and he took it from him. One-handed
0: without interfering. Like, Philadelphia, I was waiting for them to throw a hissy fit with the raccoon, with with with, with, with jaundice eyes uh, over there on the sideline.
1: Isn't that an Eric Carmen song? Jaundice eyes. <laughs>
0: Eric Cartman?
1: Carmen. Oh, Eric. Car-
0: no, it I, was know Eric- I know. Hungry eyes. Oh, hungry eyes. I think that's Dirty Dancing, or it was. Those- it was. Yeah, good call. Shame that I know that. My mom <laughs> will be very proud making me watch that growing up. Uh, very inappropriate for children, by the way. Don't repeat that as a parent, but. I was expecting them to be interference. There's no way he didn't interfere. That was incredible world-class balance and athleticism to intercept that ball. Cowboys get on the Philly 47. They immediately run. Trick play. Loss of 10. Damn it, Kellen. Just keep it simple. Keep it simple. No one said that on the fourth down pitch outside to Zeke when he raced up the right Uh sideline. But people were furious uh, with Kellen Moore, but that was J. Ron Curse setting that up. But how about your boy? Bobby's boy, Deron Bland, showing off the big boy strength. Third and four at the Cowboys' 46. The Eagles are threatening again, and Deron said, give me number five.
4: That's on the left side of the offensive formation. Snap back, wants to throw, quickly out. Ball is caught. Watkins, wait, wait a minute! Did Bland intercept that? Bland is with the ball. Bland has stolen the ball from Quez Watkins. His fifth of the year. Though so he is on top of Watkins,
0: manages to wrestle it away as he's rolling over. This was with 4:19 left, tie game. Maher eventually kicks it through from 48 to give the Cowboys a 37-34 lead. Deron Bland with his team high, fifth interception of the season. Bobby, he has a pick in
1: two straight games and four in his last four. Given the injuries in the secondary, like, where would this team be if they didn't have him? My Lord. Like, he has been such a stabilizer for them. He's, He's everything that... You know steven and jerry always try and sell us that kelvin joseph can be yeah like he's actually bennett and it's because he's got you know great instincts he's got great intangibles he's got really high football character just a, a a really the the biggest thing about him is he's steady even when he gives up a play he doesn't he doesn't let it get him out of the game he bounces right back comes up makes a play. But just. That interception he made, he's had five this year. Three or four of them, I feel like, have been ones where it's like, he has no business intercepting that, and he just does. hes He's been just absolutely incredible for them, and what a pickup. A, a guy that was neglected by the NFL scouting combine, wasn't even invited to Indianapolis. Cowboys took him in the fifth round. Huge credit to, you know, Will McClay, um, you know, Ross Winchy their national scout who works in the West Coast. Um, Al Harris, the DB coach who I know did work on him, just a a really great job by them to bring him in.
0: All right, let's uh, get to another star up player. This play was a star down for Jerry, but we give him props to Ty. We give him props to the unquestioned number one in C.D. Lamb. But, man, this guy came up big, too, and he had gotten called out last week.
4: Four-man rush, empty gun. Prescott escapes out to the right. Chased, throws it in the end zone. Oh, what a leaping catch. That's Michael Gallup. Touchdown,
0: Cowboys. Michael Gallup. His numbers never look crazy in the box score, but it's big catches that he makes. Four for 36 and a touchdown. Man, that touchdown he caught, that was That was all hands that was just straight skill michael gallup responding uh so props to him as well ty one for 52 lamb 10 for 120 Gallup four for 36 the star down is for jerry jones with that play in the sun (laughs) so bobby in the commercial break is like oh my god how many times now are we interviewing jerry it's getting old you know can we just can we get on someone else uh, yeah
1: that's what I was saying those exact words yeah what is it
0: three times <laughs> yeah in three one?
1: three well because you were off Monday three out of your last five shows it's been Jerry you've had Jerry on and I was like don't worry uh J- we're, we're gonna have we're, we're all gonna celebrate but there's
0: gonna be a little bit of discomfort because we have to bring up this Sun issue again to Jerry but kind of press him on it uh because I think he gets mad at the suggestion that he doesn't know that they forgot about the compass that they forgot about never eat shredded wheat and built the stadium the wrong damn way. And he refuses, refuses to pull the curtains that they have to stop this issue. How have you felt about this sun issue over the years? So
1: I don't have a popular answer on this. I just look at it as like it is it is what it is. Can like, we just it's, design
3: it's... a play that's not towards the sun? Is that the smartest right. thing to do? I, I'm,
1: I'm glad
0: you, I'm really glad you brought that up. Because you know who caught heat for this? Not God. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Not Jerry. Kellen Moore got blamed by the Tolos. <laughs> That's how you know they have it in for this man's head. They said, why did we drop a play going that direction? And so I'm going to ask Jerry today, and he's probably going to get a little ticked. Do you expect your offensive coaches to call plays for the Sun? It Should Kellen Moore shoulder any blame or responsibility – For having that ball thrown up to Michael Gallup, who probably clearly had some issues and lost
1: it. Chiafalo blamed him, too. Kellen? Yeah, Chiafalo tweeted. He's like, drop a play right to the sun. That makes sense. (laughs) So
0: I'm supposed to look at, like, I'm supposed to get out my measuring stick. I'm supposed to go ahead and angle it. Bill Nye, the science guy, let's get him on the headset. I'm going to go upstairs and say, okay, in two minutes, when I look at my play sheet setting this up, in three minutes, is it going to move at all? And what portion of the end zone is it going to be in? Man, give me a
1: break. You know, give Sean. Me a break. You know, Sean. Uh, our, our our cameraman at NFL Network, uh, Nigel McGregor. Nigel will will keep an eye out, and he'll when we're doing our hits in the morning. He goes, you know what? In five minutes, that sun's probably going to be in an area where it's shining on Jane, and we're going to be in the middle of our hit. So let me put a shade up. So if he can do it, oh. I think Kellen Moore can do it too, Sean. What do you think, Peyton? You think you, you blame Kellen
3: a little bit for calling a play into it? Yeah, because it's been – I mean, that Sun's been there for – I mean, since they built the stadium, you know. Jason Garrett, that's smart-ass. Yeah, the
1: Sun's been there for forever. Oh, 3,000 yeah. yeah. years. Been around. But been I think it would be so time. funny
3: to have, like, five receivers lined up on the right side just to make it obvious that, like, <laughs> hey, we're not going to throw it towards the Sun. <laughs> Why don't they pull the
0: curtain? Uh, I don't know. I, the, I, they, then the, they're wrong. Then they're wrong. <laughs> you're, you're exactly right.
1: I guess so. I I, I mean it, it also maybe there's already so much sterile about that stadium. You take out all elements basically. I mean I don't know. I, I, I don't I get it. I understand why it's frustrating. Jerry's line has always been, well, they gotta play in it too. Yeah. Um and so i I I mean I I don't I don't, don't, think, have any, I don't know, think I don't think I don't think it's impacted things enough over time that it's like a concern. It's and even the other day, like you can make it argue I, and I don't know what Michael I don't know if Michael Gallup was asked about it if he said I couldn't see it but I mean it, it very well could be that he saw it and he just missed it like I mean there's there's no telling if the sun actually affected that
0: all right what else happened around the NFC East over your holiday break where do things stand in the division do you have more hope that the Cowboys can catch filthy And around the rest of the NFL, Nathaniel Hackett fired in Denver. Are they about to steal one of the Cowboys coordinators? That's next with Sean and Bobby. Shout out to the 6 a.m. club on The Fan.
5: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours
4: Joseph with a big leg and Merry Christmas, Minnesota Vikings fans. The Vikings have beaten the Giants 27 24. It's Joseph from 61. Wow! The
0: Leprechaun Bowl. Overrated Bowl, whatever you want to call it. Come back down to Earth Bowl between the Giants and the Vikings. Jared Sandler was there along with our sales guy, Scotty Long. Uh, Why are so many people going to Minneapolis? What are you going to Minnesota for? I was
1: bummed I missed that one.
0: In December.
1: That was the one I missed because of the flu.
0: Why? Why are you bummed? You don't have enough malls here in the Metroplex? No, 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 no. no. Shopping at the very last second for all your family's gifts?
1: It's a newer stadium. I wanted to see the stadium itself, and it's one that's supposed to be really nice. And the hotel we were going to stay at was really nice, and I missed it. Joseph from 61. The Vikings
0: with 11 one-score wins in the season. 11. That's a new NFL record. And the Giants were overcoming its... Probably good for you to make this trip. You may have been in the mall because numerous <laughs> Giants spent roughly an hour on lockdown at the Mall of America where a 19-year-old man was shot dead. So the Giants were dealing with that. They get on the field. They go back and forth, and Minnesota wins as they do all season long.
1: They've won four, what is it, four of their last, one, two, three, four, five, six, four of their last six victories have been by a field goal. Like how do the, oh, this That's crazy. And then meanwhile, in between, they're getting beat down forty to three by the Cowboys. They shouldn't have even come back and beat the Colts. They were down thirty there. It's just this is the luckiest football team in the Choppy asked that a couple weeks ago. Is this the luckiest football team? Like, yeah, probably. Of all time. Yeah. It's unreal the luck that this team has. Now look at the Giants. All right. So also it, a lucky team.
0: Also a lucky team. Eight, six and one. I was like, is their record worse than this? But they're still 8-6-1, third place in the NFC East. And they got some clinching and playoff scenarios that they can look forward to as well. Uh, So uh, the Giants can clinch a berth with a win over the Indianapolis Colts in Week 17. Still a hell of a season by them and the new regime in Dayball and the former Bills assistant GM.
1: Yeah, I mean, Shane's been really good there. Dable's been really good. They've they've done a lot of really great stuff to put Daniel Jones in a position to succeed. And honestly, they, again, they're very similar to Minnesota in the fact that they they come back and they win games that it feels like they shouldn't. Eight, six, and one, and their point differential is negative 28. Like, it's it's awful. <laughs> uh, in fact, I think there's, like, theirs is the... There there are like 6 7 teams in the NFC with a better point differential than them.
0: The problem with them, right? Like I don't roll my eyes at them like I do the Giants in the playoffs just because of Jefferson. Like Jefferson with Minnesota, can just yeah. beat you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Cousins throwing it is much more dangerous than Daniel Jones. So I roll my eyes at facing the Giants. They're not a threat, but just because of freaking Justin Jefferson Minnesota is there uh and here they are. 12 and 3. 12 and 3 on the season. Meanwhile other game in the NFCs featuring Bobby's 49ers. Birdie under center. Toss going to fake
4: it and roll to his left and will throw wide open. Kittle underneath. 20. Block. 10. 5. George Kittle. Touchdown again. Touchdown. San Francisco. Oh, he didn't
1: do it. He didn't do my call. San Francisco. San Francisco! He didn't? No, he just did San Francisco! Ah, he went too quick. Yeah, he he was too fast.
0: 49ers beat, that's what she said, Uh, 49ers (laughs) beat the Commanders 37-20. And Brock Purdy had already made history the week before. Joined Aaron Rodgers as the only two quarterbacks to have passer ratings above 115 in their first two starts. Well, move over, Joe Montana and Steve Young, you scrubs, because Brock Purdy now becomes... The first San Fran Sam Fran quarterback to win his first three starts as they put it on Washington.
1: That QBR sixty seven too, Sean. It's not just the uh, the counting numbers as uh, as you kids talk about fifteen to twenty two for two thirty four two
0: touchdowns one pick. The passer rating was a one fourteen point six.
1: So you are believing now, right? In San Francisco, in
0: San Fr- you're, you're, San Fra- San Francisco, San, San Francisco.
1: No, you're believing in Brock. What? Not Brock. You're believing in what I said. I mean, you which is accuracy. If you're accurate and make good decisions, you can function in Kyle Shanahan's system.
0: Yes, I already put them high up in my power. San Francisco. I just,
1: I just want you to say, Bobby, you were right. I already, and put, you know more football than me.
0: I already put them <laughs> high in my power rankings. <laughs> And which was an indicator you were correct last week, but yes, fine. You're looking good. I feel so good. L- Merry Christmas to me. Looking good. <laughs> so that's where things stand uh in the NFC East after the football
1: weekend. Honestly, you know what's surprising is that what, San Francisco's now won eight in a row. Uh Washington putting up 20 on them, that's the most points anybody's put up on them in the last nine weeks. <laughs> they don't give up twenty. Yeah, 20, because they give up 14 to the Rams, 16 to the Chargers, 10 to the Cardinals, nothing to the Saints, 17 to the Dolphins, 7 to the Bucks, 13 to the Seahawks, and then 20 to the Commanders, and then they had a bye week in there. So over since October 23rd, that was the last time anybody put up more points. That was when Kansas City scored 44.
0: Wow. Uh, San Fran's problem, number two team in the NFC. Behind Philadelphia, are you going to have them number one, Sam Fran? Yeah. Still number one? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. 877 881 1053. Why do you say that like I mean a troll? Okay. Uh, I guess I should turn this. I'm going to be an idiot and kind of you turn this on myself. The Eagle narratives, the, the Cowboy Eagle narratives. Uh huh. Do you want to go with the Cowboys got lucky or Micah with. The system versus Hurts. Which one would you like to start with? Because I'm probably going to be a bad guy in one Ooh, of them.
1: okay. Whichever one you're going to be a bad guy at, I picked that one. Okay. <laughs> Come on, be the heel.
0: Look, I think the Eagles should leave this football game feeling better about themselves than the Cowboys. The Cowboys got, lu- the Cowboys got lucky to win this game. They did. Now, nothing about Dak's performance was lucky. That's the most important thing. Dak Prescott shredding their secondary. Nothing about it was lucky. It was, it was, it was, it was it was, it was nearly special. But the Cowboys got lucky to win this game. It kind of reminded me of the Giants game on Thanksgiving where Dak like just came up with huge, crazy above expectation plays in order to win it. Now, the Giants weren't like playing as well as Philadelphia in that game, but from a couple of the turnovers. To the third down conversions, to the fourth down, like Philly, Philly was up throughout the majority of this whole game, and I think you have to leave this saying that the Eagles are definitely better than the Cowboys, and the Cowboys they lucked out on Christmas Eve. Why do you have to say that? Don't I need I th- a duck. I, I Don't need a duck. Is that here's here's well, what I'll say
1: I mean that's just being truthful yeah but there was a lot of there look you're talking about two separate fourth down conversions for touchdowns from Philadelphia that they got
0: okay give me the down and distance and where were they
1: okay one was a fourth and goal but <laughs> but one of them was one of them was fourth and three where it's just Trayvon Diggs makes an awful play that they should have stopped it you're talking about an awful play you've got about three Dumb. catches in this game from Devontae Smith that Ooh, were fluky. My not, not fluky, but were, are not Special. the norm. That's They're not crazy. the norm. Yeah, And you're talking about ridiculous. One of their touchdown drives, they converted like five third downs. That's not going to happen consistently. And so there's plenty of stuff about this game that was fluky about them too. And you can reverse it and say Dallas should have beaten Philly on the road if not for the quarterback. Just like people say, well, they didn't have Jalen Hurts. They should have won. Bobby? Yes?
0: If you take the amount of luck that the Cowboys got in this game versus the amount of luck that
1: Philly did. What's the luck? What are the lucky moments?
0: Uh curses fumble recovery. Like that turnover was com- total complete. That was a little fluky, Lo- yes. It was a lot one. fluky. That's
1: one. Okay. TY, that's two. It's a great catch and a great
0: th- a third that, and thirty, I'm saying. Third it, and thirty is not going to happen it's again. It's an
1: unusual expectation, but the the execution of the play is something they can repeat consistently.
0: But third and thirty, how many more times would you bet?
1: The point. Okay, that's two. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't think we're counting that as two. That's not fair to count. You're not as counting two. third and thirty as luck. I'm ca- no. I'm counting it as they can do that on f- that because that's not unique to third and thirty. The play they execute is not unique to third and thirty. The fact that it happened on third and thirty is the, coincidental. E- the point but is the
0: Eagles dominated the drive defensively. They're up seven in that moment, and uh, nine hundred ninety nine times out of a thousand, they're going to get the ball back. Then you have the fumble recoveries. Like the Eagles fell on two of those footballs, and somehow Biotish got it, Durham won, and then Anthony Barr came out with it. That was that was lucky that the Cowboys got those two. Uh the, the fourth down, TY pass interference call. That was like a lucky break that they got. Not that the not that T. Y drawing it. That wasn't a bad call, mm-hmm. but fourth and eight, and you get a PI call on that. That's like a that's a lucky thing. Four turnovers. That's not going to happen again. Jalen Hurts has thrown five picks all year long. You're not going to blindly agree with me on this, that the Cowboys lucked out way more than Philly in this game.
1: Um, No, I think that, like, honestly, I think it was just a – if you want to say they lucked out, that Philly didn't have their quarterback, Dallas was fortunate that they missed Jalen Hurts.
0: Well, that's my point where I'm going to all of a sudden become a good guy. (laughs) But who, who leaves this game feeling better about
1: themselves? Dallas. Okay. Peyton, who would you say?
3: I'd go Dallas just because, I mean, Dak Prescott shredded a, a top five offense, a really good – or defense, top defense, yeah. yeah. With,
1: with the way the defense has played lately, like, you're going to need the passing game to carry you a lot. And, and like, you proved it in the best possible test that he could throw it. So you have to feel better about themselves.
0: Okay. What do y'all think? com text line. 877-881-1053. That – how many how, – for what majority of that game were you sitting there watching going, Cowboys are going to lose – like, the Eagles are controlling this. The Eagles are just a better team. The Eagles are up seven the entire time, and these crazy things happen to stop them from taking another two-score lead as they had at 10 nothing. You felt that way throughout the majority of the I game. I felt
1: that way once. When Josh Sweat ran back the interception, I felt like they're losing this football game. <laughs> but after that, they came back and scored, and I felt good about their chances the rest of the day.
0: Okay. So, hey, I hope I'm wrong. The, the, again, the most important thing is Dak shredding them. There is no dispute. 40 Huh? Forty burger, John David Hellman. I wanted to reach to my TV and grab his freaking throat yesterday. He kept going, hey, forty burger, you can grab a forty burger. As LaShawn McCoy, what a coward, what a chicken you are. You're dead quiet on Saturday. I stalked him, I Twitter stalked him. Oh. Not not one message, not one tweet during these Saturday games when Dak Prescott is going crazy. And then his tweet is for the next day. Man, Tua's really looking accurate, and he looked like a dumbass over that too. After Tua threw three straight interceptions, but dead quiet. Went running, went hiding, and then he then he like gives props yesterday as if he should be applauded for that. No, your basis for saying I can admit Dak bald, I can admit, but your basis for changing your mind and trying to be the bigger person it was wrong against Jacksonville. The evaluation, the analysis against the Jags was wrong to begin with. So I'm not applauding you for saying, hey, last week I caught it, this week i call it correctly, and Dak played well. He was outstanding against Jacksonville, and he was nearly special, if you don't want to call it special, against Philly. Is McCoy someone you want on the the show? Would you welcome him sure. for an interview? Okay. Yeah, he'd be good. I think that'd be a fight. I thought Stephen A. would be a fight in an argument. I think Shady <laughs> might be the top analyst. Is there anyone else that we would have on over him right now in terms of a football analyst? Oh. Um, Not Orlovsky, been there, done that. Uh,
1: Bart Scott would fight with you, probably. Bart
0: Scott, I don't care. <laughs> He's not relevant at all. Uh, Shady Ryan Clark, maybe. Ryan Clark would be good, but Shady, Shady's yeah. the enemy right now. Uh, gotcha. You know, we should put in a. We should. Why do we even have to put in a request? Tell Helman to get him. I'll text Helman. Tell, I think
1: Helman knows what I've said about Shady. Though so I don't know how much will help. <laughs> oh, don't get him on KMC. <laughs> or we get Joy Taylor? No.
0: <laughs> Not after what she did yesterday. <laughs> she, they, they, they passed the script to her. They just went like this. Here, I read this last week. You read it this week. I had high hopes for Joy. She can't come on, too, because of that restraining order against Choppy from the Houston Super Bowl.
4: Headlines!
0: <laughs> More on that a little bit later on when RJ's here to defend himself. Two is in concussion protocol again. Are oh, the Cowboys losing a coordinator to the Denver Broncos after they fired Nathaniel Hackett plus Mavs stars? A recap. Your entire... Christmas holiday break or holiday holiday break, not to offend anyone. Sean and Bobby with your headlines next.
3: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,